Hello, and welcome to the Inner Gamer episode 42. We are your weekly dose of video game news, reviews, opinions, and discussions. My name is Brayanoski. My name is Austin Morales, and our other co-host is Devin DeRay, who will be with us on, on our second segment. So, today we're going to talk about VR, 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 and a little more VR. How's that? Is that good to you, Brett? Cool. Wait, right. wait, are we going to talk about VR today? No, we're not. Virtual reality. What, what is VR? Is it virtual reality? <laughs> it is virtual reality. What does that mean? That means cue the music. Welcome to the So we're back, and we're going to start with uh, the upcoming video game releases for next week. Next week's going to be a big one. Austin, do you know why? Why, Brett? Tell me. Oh, you could have you said, said it. No, I wanted, I wanted you to do it. Okay. You have the honors. Well, I'll tell you why. Why? It's because the Oculus Rift is finally dropping. Dun, dun, dun. It is going to be here. Dun. March 28th is when the big day oh, is happening. Oh, man. This will be our first foray into VR that's not the Gear VR. So this is the first legit VR headset that's dropping in our hands. And with that comes a lot of games. Some highlights include Adrift, which I've been wanting to play. It's not. I don't know if it's coming out on PC yet as well, but I want to play that game, but I think I want to wait till it's on VR. Or until I can play it on VR, because that's the game where you're up in space and you're like stuck there by yourself, like in gravity the movie and you're like just floating around space that sounds cool sounds crazy and then you got chronos which is that game from the x halo destiny people where you control a you're a blind girl and you control the uh golem kind of things the rock creatures that move around in space and you're blind so you control them with your hands or something of that nature then we got elite dangerous which is coming out e valkyrie which comes with your oculus rift as well as Lucky's Tale, which is a little kind of game like a Ratchet and Clank or a Banjo-Kazooie or whatever. Radial G, Flight Akuma, Omega Agent, Rooms, and more. So there's a lot of stuff dropping the day that this, con- this I want to say console, the day this device comes <laughs> out. Right. So It's hard to, it's, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. So that's are, pretty cool. Are you as hyped as I am? I feel like the last two days, I've just been looking at VR left and right. Videos I've seen before, things that I know, I'm just like... I want it so bad right now. I don't know why. Like, yeah. I'm just so pumped. Yeah, it doesn't hurt that there's, like, the GDC just happened. And there's, like, yes. tons of stuff that just came out from yes. that. But, yeah, I was I was playing my uh, co-worker's VR headset today, which is his uh, Gear VR. And there's this new app that they just brought out called the uh, Oculus Arcade. And in the Oculus Arcade, you are literally inside of an arcade room that looks like the floor has been, like, cut out. Like, it's, like, broken out, and there's, like, space below you. So it's really creepy looking and i was looking around and i looked down below me and i'm like looking at the endless space and i'm like oh shit and i look up again because i kind of got disoriented a little bit but uh you you look around and there's like three little like menu items that are up in front of your 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 eyesight and you pick which one you want there's like sega midway and like something else pick which one you want and then it goes into an arcade room and you have a whole bunch of arcade systems set up and you can look around the room and see all the different stuff that's in there and you go up to one of the arcade machines and it puts you right in front of what is like a virtual arcade game. Like if you walked into Barcadia and or an arcade in real life and you walked up to it 
and when you press buttons on your controller it presses the buttons on the arcade in front of you so it was pretty trippy i was playing like that's nice like rampage and galaga and all these old school arcade games in there it was pretty cool so that where, was, where that was, was this exciting. at? This is at my work. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, because my coworker's got his uh, Gear VR headset. I actually got a picture here I'll show you of him uh, on the VR headset. There it is. Nice. Yes. So he's got that a little controller. Legit. Yeah, I mean, there's supposed to be a case over, over top of the, the face panel here. So, like, obviously <clears throat> you guys can't see this, but if you guys are familiar with the Gear VR it uses a Samsung Galaxy S7 phone that you put inside of it, and that's what generates a screen. And um, so it's not—it's not like you don't get perif- peripheral stuff here. It's just not really. On. It's pretty much straight on. Yeah. yeah, there's no. Which I understand. Like the these ones actually have some peripheral going on. Like this is limited to like right here. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're looking through glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's pretty limited, but it's still cool. I mean, it still has a 3D effect and stuff. And you can look around inside the space. So. For hundred bucks, it's nice to kind of experience what VR will become. Um, so, in, in addition to that, we're gonna also have MLB The Show 16 come out on March 29th for those sports fans out there. Resident Evil 6 comes out on March 29th, and then The Walking Dead Michonne Episode 2 drops on March 29th as well. Oh, just so much! <laughs> oh, just wait. Dark Souls is coming out the weekend. Uh, no. <laughs> Actually, no, it's April 12th, I believe, so it might not be the week after that. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of games that are just like slowly. This is a weird year, I feel like, because unless I'm just more conscious of it. We have not had this like many games. There's so many games that are like every couple weeks, there's a new AAA title that's dropping. It's weird. Yeah, well, I think we're seeing, um, well, I mean, so many games are going to be released last year. Yeah, that's true. And now it's coming this year. But I mean, I feel like they we're, we're back, I think we're starting so. to speed up. Like I think I don't know. I want to say like we're reaching a precipice type thing where more games coming out faster and faster and like maybe not. I don't know. Well, it's going to be hard now cuz we got go the we got the VR too, so we have oh, whole, a whole set of new platforms that are completely different games that developers are going to be working on both these platforms plus mm-hmm. consoles. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Okay, so I know this isn't news, but and the pre-orders came out on like February twenty eighth, I believe, last month. Uh, the Vive sold fifteen thousand copies in ten minutes. That's like over. Well, I didn't know you could pre-order the Vive already. Yeah, you can. You pre-order oh, right now. I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Did you it pre-order was, it? I'm not. I have not yet. So wait, how, tell me that number again. Fifteen thousand in ten minutes, which is an estimated eleven million dollars in ten minutes. <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> Honestly, if I wouldn't like. I knew they were pre-ordering, but I was like, I'm not gonna get this. Like, I'm just gonna wait, you know. Yeah. But, but I am so pumped. I want to. I want to pre-order right now. But you know, I, I'm some pretty money to certain in. that the first generation is gonna be not super de- as desirable. But I don't. Know, I already bought the no, PlayStation VR bundle, which if is you're, if you're on like awesome. the fence or you don't know if you want this or not, maybe it's not for you. And I'm sure it's not for everybody. But man, as someone who was ragging on the pricing and it's not where it needs to be, and it needs to be in the oven a little longer. You've you've trying. Been I have. I am a huge now like Vive. Well, that's what I was saying early right on now. that they've all been talking about is that. The, the only way that VR is going to sell itself is to get that in the hands of yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. Because until you experience it, you don't know what it really is all about. And now people are starting to slowly... I mean, the Gear VR was great for Oculus because that was just like, okay, you have a Samsung phone. We're going to put this in the hands of a bunch of people that are okay with... Right. If they buy a new phone, they get this for free. 
And that's a great way to be like, just give them kind of put their feet in the water exactly. of what this is going to exactly. be like. And I'm like, well, you know, Six Damn. Flags here in Arlington, they have a VR roller coaster right now. Oh yeah, Gear VR. You put it on, and it's like you're you're like I think you're in a ship or you're in a um, um, freaking jet rider, yeah. and like aliens are attacking. <laughs> <laughs> nice. The city or whatever. I don't know what city it is, but I mean, it looked pretty sweet. Well, I remember when I went to the Game of Thrones exhibition last year, year before that, they had a Oculus uh, experience set up where you go in a room, a little like kind of looks like a payphone booth or something, and you go in there and they have like air blowing in your face and you put on the yes. headset and you're climbing the wall in Game of Thrones. And I was like, damn. So uh, one of the guys from Tested, which is a, a YouTube channel. Yeah. On YouTube, that was when you sent the video up <laughs> today, right? Yes, yeah. So they actually got to go to um, not LucasArts, but Industrial Lights and Magic. I believe okay. that's a company, okay? Which like does all the light stuff and they create video games. Well, they've been testing in VR, and so he, this guy got to play the Trials of Tatooine, which is a Star Wars VR game coming out soon. Is that the one with the lightsaber? Yes. <laughs> so the Millennium Falcon comes and lands and. They have it set up in this room where when the Millennium Falcon gets so close, this guy turns on a fan, and he, the guy was like, it was amazing feeling the wind of the Millennium Falcon hit you, because, like... Well, uh, if you're so... Yeah, you're, if you're so, so submerged, submerged you yeah. don't realize. It's Little just things like, like that, it's just like... It's uh, kind of just like when you're watching a movie, and they use all this foley that's... Yes. You know, like, a frying pan, like, beating against something creates, like, thunder. Yeah. Like, we don't know that, because we don't see it happening. Exactly. Exactly. So with this, like if you got the air blowing your face, it's the same exact concept where it's like you're instead you're instead of seeing it and hearing it, you're feeling it. Exactly. But you don't know what you're feeling. So this it's just like will be yeah. a great arcade experience if we can get these out there. Oh yeah. But it might bring back the arcade again. It could. And now I would be okay with that. Actually, and I think they should come back. But it could be gimmicky after a while because like how many times and how much money are you gonna want to go spend, you know, to go play this for like five minutes or whatever. Yeah, it's hard to tell. I mean, I was really fascinated when you sent that video today of that, what was it called, Raw something, the game where you can actually play against somebody else and oh, fight them. dang, I already forgot it. Yeah. Yeah. That, that looked really it's cool. It's a multiplayer though. game. And anyway. You can fight um, with the Katana. Yeah, that came out of GDC this past week. Uh, but let's move on since we're going to talk about VR later in this podcast. This whole podcast is all VR, <laughs> so I hope you guys yes. are ready because even yes. our discussion topics about VR... So, yeah, our next article is about VR. <laughs> what am I saying? <coughs> so Oculus Rift is launching with three, uh, are these 30 games at around 20 per game. So I'm just going to run off a few that are here that I recognize. Adrift is going to be 20, and they have a comfort rating here, and it's intense for each game. Not not each game is intense, but each game has a comfort rating. Yeah. Adrift will be intense. Um, Adventure Time, Magic Man's Head Games will be moderate, and it'll be $5. Arma, our Air Mech Command will be 40 and it'll be comfortable. Um, this is talking about like your experience in the headset. I, I believe so. Okay. I've heard of Kronos. 50 that's, bucks. That's, that's the one that we've been talking about. That comfortable. The, the third golem, person. The golem. Thing oh, that oh, that's control. That I got yeah. it. I thought it was called golem for some reason. Not no. Kronos. Uh, that is release 328. Yeah. That's cool. That's the one we just talked about. Yeah. Launch title. Yes. Yeah. I just thought I should reiterate that. <laughs> <laughs> Dead and Buried is apparently one that's been getting uh, a lot of uh, good raving reviews. That one looks so cool. No price, no cover rating, and no release dates, which sucks. Yeah. But basically, it's a um, 
you're like in a, in a not a tavern, but you're like an old Western bar, and there's yeah. a shootout basically, and and it could be two on two, so it'd be yeah. pretty sweet. I don't know how I don't know how they're gonna do VR over the internet, but we'll find out. You know, it'd be really cool. I just thought of imagine if they did a VR Rocket League where you sit first person inside the Rocket League car. I was thinking about that. I mean, honestly, I don't see why they couldn't just do updates where you could do VR for all the games. Like, real, like come on. Seriously? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that would be pretty cool. I feel like most of these games could be VR now. You know what I mean? Um, Eagle Flight, no price, but it's going to be moderate. Releases this spring. Um, Elite Dangerous Deluxe Edition, 60 bucks, intense, 328 this year. Eve Gunjack, 10 bucks, moderate, 328 Evacuate Founders Pack, sixty bucks, intense, three twenty eight. Any more in here, Brett? That you see that? Oh, Job I'm Simulator. I hear um, Job Simulator is really cool. It's going to come with bundled with the with the Vive. Mm. One of the I think there's three games going to be bundled with it. Um, yeah, a lot of these I haven't even heard of. Project Cars, fifty bucks, intense, three twenty eight. That's going to be one of the. That's gonna be like the must-have place or VR experience, right? Yeah, you're any car. car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Rock Band VR, no Curious, price, no comfort rating, no release like. date. Rooms is an interesting title that I just saw. Yeah, fifteen dollars, comfortable, three twenty-eight. Launching on the day too. Yeah. So rooms is where you build your own room, and then you can share that room with other people, and you can have stuff interact with it. Like it's basically. A build your own world type thing. Like yeah. someone builds, like they have a preloaded world. I think it was preloaded, where you can just upload this thing and it's a it's a gun range. You have guns and you have a, mm. a crossbow. So it's like, well, cool. You can make rooms where people can do things. You know? Yeah. Like everyone, it's just your own creativity, and it's yeah. I like that. I like it too. Uh, Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Yeah, I remember that. No price, intense, three twenty eight. The climb, which is, looks really interesting, it looks like yes. you're on an island. And you're just climbing mountains. Fifty bucks, moderate, coming in April. I'm curious to know how they're going to justify the fifty dollar cost for that game. Right. Because it sounds like something that I mean, you're climbing walls and stuff, but it's not like Rise of the Tomb Raider where there's a whole story and stuff involved in it. But maybe there is. is. I don't know. I don't know either. We'll find out. That's all I got. Cool. At least those are all the ones that I recognize. So average game price about twenty bucks. Which is good. Yeah. Makes it easier to jump into. 20 to 30, I'm okay with that, honestly. Yeah. But I'm sure it's eventually going to go up once they start developing stories and crazy elaborate stuff with it. Oh, yeah. That's anyway, what gets exciting. So different kind of thing. This would be a good VR game, but probably also super freaky. Uh, Doom has announced their multiplayer modes. And uh, I'm pretty actually, actually pretty excited about Doom because I haven't played it in a very long time because it hasn't been out in a while. And uh, they know how to make real, original, bare-bones, basic multiplayer that's really awesome. So I'm hoping that this is going to be that way. But they announced some new game modes. So obviously they're going to have like Team Deathmatch, they're going to have Deathmatch and uh, Domination, Clan Arena, all these different things that they've had in the past. But some of the new ones include... Uh, Soul Harvest, which is a kill and collect game that's really a lot like Kill Confirmed in Call of Duty. So you collect souls of down enemies to earn points, while the teammates collect allies' souls to deny enemies from gaining points. So, interesting. Um, the first player killed in a Soul Harvest match will drop a demon rune, which will turn the collector of that rune into a powerful demon. 
The power-up has no time limit, and kills with it will yield two souls instead of one. So, basically, if you kill somebody in the game and you pick up that rune, you are now a demon, and you get to go like wreak havoc and do all kinds of cool oh, stuff. Oh, no. So that's kind of cool. Not the um, havoc rune. And then they have a freeze tag game mode <sighs> where instead of dying, you freeze people in place, and they can only be thawed by allies nearby, which I remember this from a... This was inspired by, I feel like probably a Counter-Strike Source game type that I used to play called Freeze Tag, where like you would do something like that. <laughs> Not surprising. And huh? it was it was pretty awesome. But frozen players will slide around the map if shot at, so that's kind of cool. So like if somebody's like frozen frozen still there, you can shoot at them and it'll like knock them behind a barrier or something, um, or you can shatter them, so which will make them respawn. So like you can push them into like a brick or or wall or off a cliff and then they'll die and they'll come back so um basically you have to freeze the other team so you have to get everybody frozen kind of interesting um then they have a war path which is a king of the hill type mode where you have a single capture point moving around the map with a set pathway to capture it and it'll be coming in the upcoming closed <coughs> beta for doom um yeah that's it so doom launches on may 13th for pc playstation 4 and xbox one and uh, they say that the campaign will last around 13 hours, which is a pretty good length for a campaign. All right, all right. So next up, big new division patch will eliminate farming exploit and improve Dark Zone rewards, and this was released yesterday. So notable changes goes as follows. You'll be able to fast travel to the Dark Zone checkpoints from outside the Dark Zone. You can heal other players in the Dark Zone, and the penalties and rewards for going rogue in the DZ will be tweaked so that it makes more sense to actively go rogue. We've also slightly increased the number of Phoenix credits dropped by high-level bosses in the DZ and increases the high-end drop rates for those bosses as well. Those last few tweaks should go should go some way toward addressing some of the problems players have had with the Dark Zone. So, I haven't played this game. Um, I'm not too pumped about it, but there you go. Some of these things are being corrected, and hopefully it makes for a better experience for everyone who does play. We'll see what Devin thinks of it next time on the podcast. Sounds good. Yeah, there's a lot more other tweaks in here. I'm not going to go through them. It's just too much. I'm still thinking about buying it, but I just don't know when because I don't have time right now. Yeah. After listening to Angry Joe, he just, like, re-solidified all of my thoughts and brought up some new good points, and I'm just like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm not going to waste my money on that. Basically, he said it was just an average game. He gave it a 5 out of 10. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That sounds about right. Yeah. Well, there's not a lot of like, yeah. Basically, it was a game that was going to be really awesome, and then they were like, nope, no awesomeness, just average. Well, I can tell you a game that you will waste money on, but we don't know what it is yet. (laughs) What? How do we not know? So at the GDC last week, um, the BioWare's senior director of creative development. Or a t-shirt and on that t-shirt was the new ip that bioware is working on and nobody noticed that blows my mind blows my mind how's no one like oh what's that shirt you got on like now i'm curious like if i went as kind of an outsider type person and i've been like whoa what what is that or if i would have been like huh you probably wouldn't even paid attention to it. You probably, I mean, there's so many people, people might not even know who he is. You know, it's that's like, true. I mean, a lot of them should because he's a senior creative director of development, but, and this is a developer's conference, but, you know. Um, but yeah, so people that don't know, Bioware is the ones that brought us Mass Effect, Dragon Age, and the Old Republic. And um, 
Yeah, they're working on a new IP, which I did not know. I knew that they're working on Mass Effect Andromeda, but I did not know they're working on a brand new game title series. So he had a shirt on, it had it on there, and nobody noticed. And we still don't know what it is. And I'm very upset because I'm like dying to find out. This is great marketing on their part because this is going to create so much buzz. It's kind of like the whole Half-Life 3 thing. The second they drop Half-Life 3, everybody's going to jump on and buy it because it's created this whole like what-if scenario for so long. And now they bring this shirt out. Nobody knows what the heck it is. Now everybody's going to talk about it because they're like, what is it? And everybody's going to try and figure it out. Right. It's genius. And it's free. All he had to do is go attend this conference. And he's got... (laughs) Instant, mar- I mean, this kind of marketing that like created this kind of buzz probably would have cost, I mean, could have cost like 20, 30, 40, 50 plus thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. And here, like, he paid nothing. He just paid 15 bucks for a shirt. Yeah. And that was it. Bam. Done. Incredible. And then a tweet. Obviously, you had to tweet it out. But, oh, yeah. you know, that's, that's besides the point. So I'd be curious to know what would have happened differently if people had noticed it, if he would have told people what it is or I feel like he would. I mean, you don't just wear a shirt and be like, Oh, I don't know what this is. And what if they expected that to happen? Like people wouldn't have noticed it or if I don't know, it's interesting. You know, when you sent me this article, I I was thinking that it was going to say that this guy quit too. And I was like, Oh, there goes another one. (laughs) Yeah. That's crazy. Bioware. Anyway. So got to have ordered. You want to go, Go to your next one, or you want me to? I'm a, do yeah, it? I'm gonna do the next. The, okay, next cool. One. So the nine best upcoming VR games. <laughs> Fancy that we're just doing another VR article. So Dead and Buried, like we said before, is developer Oculus, and it's coming out for the Oculus VR, which sucks because a lot of these Oculus games are only on Oculus, and they look really awesome. That's I, why I kind of want to get an Oculus. <laughs> yeah, they definitely have more, but I feel like um, I feel like the vibe is the Primo one because you move. Like, I, I realized today, the second I jumped into the headset and I was looking at the arcade room and I was like, I was trying to move forward and I was like, oh yeah, I can't move. And you just want to so naturally weird. move. I want to move. I want to walk. And I, when I walk around, nothing's moving. And I'm like, this is super weird. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think the vibe really immerses you to that degree that you think it virtuality should be. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, next one, Eagle Flight, like we said, it's by Ubisoft and it's coming to Oculus VR, Kronos, Gunfire, Games, Oculus VR. Kronos is, um, oh yeah, we talked about that one. Yeah. Time this Machine VR, Minority Media, HTC Vive, and Oculus VR. And basically it looks like you're just in like this this giant like um, hovering ship that's a time machine and you go back in time to figure out, I think it's a virus if yeah. I remember. And so you're just trying to figure out the virus and how to uh, combat it going into the future. So that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Next one is Riggs, Mechanized Combat League. I want to play this so bad. Gorilla Cambridge, PlayStation VR. This one looks really good. Yeah. You're like basically a giant mechs. It's like Rocket League, but with mechs and a really crazy arena. It's a bunch of verticality. Yeah. Uh, giant Cop, developer of the Other Ocean Interactive by on HTC Vive. And basically, you're just a giant, and I don't know... Exactly. I guess you're a giant cop, so you're going to go and walk around and stop people from doing bad stuff. Bad stuff. And then Dragonfront, which is a really cool-looking game. High Voltage is the developer for Oculus. And this is basically a card game. I it's thought it was. a card game. Yeah. So you're That's- like the king of the castle or whatever, and you're hovering over your little area with minions and... 
That's cool though. Like this, they were saying that about the uh, the giant cop too. Where like you're this like god <clears throat> creature that's hovering over, and you can like lean in now, and that's like a perfect application of oh yeah, this kind of you know setup because you can like lean lean around and move your head around the space and be like, ooh, I want to look what this is. It's like in like The Sims or something, right? You know, you can just like look down into the house. Like, what are you doing? It's so awesome to to be able to lean in in VR and like look close at stuff. When before you know, you have to just look far away or lean into your monitor and it's not press the right same. click and it gives you like just one set of zoom. Right, right. Uh, the fantastic contraption is by In Exile Entertainment. That's coming for Oculus and HTC Vive. And this one, I'm not sure about. It's like uh, it's a lot like that game. Um, Oh shoot! What's it called? Uh, yeah. What was that game I played for a while? Oh, Besiege. 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 Yeah, we build vehicles and stuff, and have to make them go through obstacles and things, and you just like fashion vehicles together. And that could be cool too, because you can look around your 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 vehicle that you create. That's awesome. And uh, jump in it, maybe. Yeah. Next one is Werewolves Within by Ubisoft. All major platforms. Werewolves. Werewolf is this very stressful party game. Tensions run high. Easy to become frustrated, especially when you're a bad actor. But developer ran Red Storm's newest creation, a virtual rea- reality take on the game uh, aptly called Werewolves Within, strips away the game's inbred anxieties and morphs it into something that is still social, but a Darisay more fun. Darisay? Is that what that says? Darisay? Darisay? I don't know. That's how you spell that. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I have allergies right now. But I dare say, more fun. Oh, yeah. My bad. Anyway, it looks Gosh. cool. I guess you're just acting. I, was this a game beforehand, I guess? I don't this know. This one I've not heard of. That's the last well, one we need list. to hear about it, because obviously it's one I know. you're going to be playing. Any VR game, I think, as of now, I'm probably just going to get. So you're going to get the Oculus, right? I don't know. You better get it, man. That's all I got to say. I don't know, man. That's all I like, got to say. I already got the PSVR coming. That's all I got to say. We'll see. I well, might I might do it. Just just get uh, Travis and, and Devin to buy it. Yeah. Split it up. Give it to us. We'll play it. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, um, so Xbox puts out surveys, and they ask people questions sometimes. And they're like, what would you do about this situation? Or would you do this? Or would you like this? And they've been doing a lot lately. One of the things they've asked is, would you sell back your digital games? Now, before I tell you how much you're going to buy them for, would that be something appealing to you, Austin? Depends how much I got. Exactly. Well, what if I told you that you're going to get a measly 10%? I'd escape the game. Yeah, exactly. I'd rather play it later. I know it's just so weird to me that like this 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 whole concept is confusing because they're offering to buy them back, but there is nothing that they're buying back. They're just giving you money back. So in a sense, it's a win-win. It's kind of a win-win, but I mean, you did still spend money on something. It's just there isn't anything physical that you spent money on. So basically, you're getting a discount, but you never get to play that game again. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So like when you're done with the game, you kind of get it a deal on it eventually yeah. which could be kind of nice i mean say you bought the game for 40 bucks and you want to sell it back but i mean you don't get that very often on the 
Xbox Marketplace, like when you buy a digital game. But if yeah. you did buy it for forty bucks and you sell it back, I wonder if they give you the full. Well, they only give you ten percent back, so you get four dollars back. Mm-hmm. So it's not even a whole lot of like a sixty dollar game. You're gonna get six bucks. So it's not worth it. I mean, if it was weird. like ten bucks, maybe. Yeah, I could see that. I'd be okay with like fifteen or twenty percent, but yeah, not that. And I mean. I just don't that, think we're there. That, I mean, I don't know I, why this is even the discussion. idea is good because yeah. um, I mean, we have we're gonna lose that eventually with mm-hmm. have, buying discs and having it like having the ability to sell those back. That's eventually gonna go away. So it would be nice to have that ability because otherwise you're gonna be buying you a know, bunch of content. That, games are gonna be like thirty dollars. I mean, twenty dollars as we're seeing now with these other games. Well, I'd say that, but they're probably, yeah, that's true. It'd probably be more are, like forty. I can I can see it be forty, forty five, or something like yeah. that. But even then, like you're still not getting that much money back if you even if you do sell them back. So it's like I'll just keep it. Might as well keep it. Unless you're like really poor and you sell back like twenty games or something. Well, I mean it's still money. I mean, if you don't think you're ever gonna play it again, because I mean how many games are you really gonna like go back to That's true. often? But you'd have to really I mean, then you like lose it and you're like, Oh <laughs> crap. Like, Left for dead. What if you had sold that back? And you're like, oh, man, I really want to play it right now. <laughs> you have to buy it again. Yeah, that would suck. I guess that's the thing. Like they're giving you a little bit money back because you might want to buy it again. Type thing. Uh, it's just it's just weird. I mean, it is I, weird. it's a weird gray area because they're not real. Nothing, none of it's real. So they're just giving you basically giving you money for the thing that's a one one and zero that is residing in your console. So they're basically paying you to clear up hard drive space, more or less. Yeah, that's kind of what's happening. So I mean, I'd be okay with that because I mean, I do delete games and I don't ever play them again. Like games I got from the PlayStation Marketplace, like those games, I would sell back. But I never bought them, so I wouldn't get anything back. So I don't know. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah, that's what I got. Cool. So I actually played Battlefront today. Oh yeah. Yeah, and I was gonna get the season pass. Actually, no, I was I wanted to buy the new expansion that came out. Yeah. But then I realized I have to buy the season pass. Yeah. And I'm like, do you know how much that season pass is? Fifty bucks. It's fifty bucks. It's almost a whole other game. Well, I mean, that's how much the premium pass was for Battlefield. Was it? Yeah, it's fifty dollars. I just don't think it's worth it right now. Yeah, yeah. I was I like, man, I can't even buy them in increments. Like, I thought that was a thing. What happened to it that? Used to be, yeah. Now you have to buy a whole like other game right up front. I don't know. Like, I just don't think this is worth it right now. I mean, if you're really into this game, then yeah, it's probably worth it for you. Me being a Battlefield fan, I would love to. I would. I probably would do it for Battlefield, but for Battlefront, I don't think. Yeah, so, I don't I mean, think it's bought, anything. We bought our season pass up pretty quick. I think when it came out, but yeah. It was. I came into some. The maps were really good, but the problem with this that I'm really concerned about. So anyway, just so people know, season pass outer rim came out. It's fifty dollars to buy the season pass, and you get the first outer rim, which comes with four maps, two new heroes, some new battle cards, some new weapons, two new weapons, and a new game type. Yep. Um. So I mean, it's it's decent content, but again, the maps are the same regions that you're used to seeing, which yeah. I was thinking about that today and we're kind of being hard on the game because, because of the way the game segmented the, the different areas into planets, yeah. we automatically assume that we really only have five real maps. But mm-hmm. if you think about battlefield, the old battlefields, all of these maps were in the same regions and largely look the same but just had different layouts and variations and stuff so in a way it's not any different that's true but it seems like it is because 
I think it just because they're smaller. I, I, I think coming off of, at least me coming off of the original Battlefront. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was different than this. And maybe that's where, because I've heard people like, oh, this, yeah, is, yeah, this, yeah. Is, this is a great game. Like, why do people keep ragging on it? And like, it is a great game. Yeah. So I guess that's where I'm coming from, if anyone's curious about that. I'm not curious. Because I mean, like, yeah, why? <laughs> I mean, are we being too hard in this game? You bring a good point. I, th- I feel like we are now. Yeah, I mean, it, it still is very surface level, but there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that they put in it. The new I maps mean, that came out are freaking phenomenal. Not the ones in the in the expansion, but the ones, the free maps that came out. They are just yeah. gorgeous. And and the new maps in the expansion might be really good, too. I'd, but this, this is that's true. the thing this that, is true. that bothers me is that whenever they brought out the expansions for the last two Battlefields, they showed you what they look like very clearly. Mm-hmm. And I had to search for gameplay videos just to see a glimpse of any of these maps. If you go on their website, all they say is explore new locations. <laughs> no, show me the freaking map. Like I want to see. Wow. It. Yeah. They're not going to do you like know? a little, uh, like, like when they first announced the game and they were getting close to releasing battlefront, they had that interactive video thing where you could go through map to map and kind of like run through it in the interactive state. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even need that. I just want pictures so that I can see. Huh. Okay. This looks really nice, but I've only seen two maps. I haven't seen four. They can't do like a spot on it, a spotlight thing on it. I don't know. Man, they used to do it does. all the time. I know it's really. They did weird. it for the, the battlefield maps, the the last one. Yeah, yeah With action I don't know. and fighting. I mean, it and... might be out there somewhere. I just haven't found it yet. I went googling hmm. for it today, and I couldn't find what they look like. Well, I follow a lot of stuff on Twitter. I feel like something would have yeah. popped up eventually. You know, because that would be the selling point for me. I want to see what these maps look like. The two new heroes, cool, but. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's all I care about. So, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, the game's fun when you jump into it. I, I played it today for like thirty minutes, and I had fun. It's I good. Just think those, it was fun like those to... those things, like thirty minutes here and there, just jump in, shoot some people for a little bit, and then jump out. Yeah, so yeah, it's good. So I don't know if it justifies fifty bucks. <laughs> Maybe. Well, yeah, probably not. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, I don't know if this is of care to you, but it's really exciting for me because. I've always wanted to play this, and I never really played much of it. But uh, there's a new Ratchet, Ratchet and Clank coming out. All right, it comes out on April 12th for 40 bucks. Wow, so it's on a cheap deal. A, a new, um, a new one. Uh, not a re- not a, like a, wait a minute. Not no, a it's a remake. Actually, I it's remastered. I never knew it was a remastered. Anyway, that's cool though. Um, <laughs> and they're gonna make a movie too. Did you know that? Yes, I that's know crazy. That. I don't know if it's coming out this year or next year. It's probably next year, but, but you never uh, know. yeah. Well, so yeah, it's the same game, but and I never played the game, so that's good because this game came out in two thousand two, and uh, so now we're fourteen years later, and they're bringing out a remastered a remake, which isn't an HD update, as they say. It's a true remake with brand new graphics. So they just re- <coughs> remade the whole game, and yeah, so it'll be forty bucks, and you can play it on the twelfth. And I nice. was watching the trailer that came out. Mm-hmm. And it looks fun. I mean, it's just a really neat, kind of reminds me of like a Pixar style movie feel story, but a little more um, humorous and stuff. So, oh, I, I'm happy they're getting all these. Uh, and I think we're kind of ragging on the remasters for a while there. Yeah, a little bit. But, I mean, because um, there are, I mean, if they're good remasters and never got to play, I'm cool with that. Right. And apparently, but, a lot of people like never played. The Last of Us and right, so good for them. Good for them. Good move. Um, Usually that would be like, oh, you're just trying to get money from us, right? But 
And there's certain ones. I mean, people are really upset with the Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess one because they really? are not really upset, but like people are just like, it's cool, but it's there wasn't enough brought to it to justify. Yeah, it being. Well, I thought it was just gonna be upgraded there. graphics. Honestly, it is. Yeah, <laughs> but, but just people, like the people rest wanted of them more like, out of it. Why, why did you? It's a remaster. You're not gonna get much more out of that. Well, it's like they paid. I mean, you pay full price for it. I mean, look at comparatively to the Nathan Drake collection, you got three okay. games for Good forty point. bucks that are all all remastered. No, it was so, sixty. Or 60 but you know that's kind of the idea is that okay with that you got a whole bundle with it last of us you didn't get that but i don't know last of us looked pretty good it was it a pretty good looking upgrade I, if you're gonna get, I think if you're getting remastered yeah i guess the price point is kind of it's kind of yeah yeah i feel you on that all right last story that I, we have for you guys today is about nintendo Ooh. um so an article came out two days ago that said that Nintendo was stopping production of the Wii U by the end of the year. And that basically was assuming that they were going to make way for the next, uh, next console, the NX, which is what it's codenamed. And then they came out and said that they denied the rumor and they're not stopping production and that uh, they're, they're going to keep, keep it running and there's no plans to end it. But after that whole shenanigans thing took place, some leaked images came out today of what people think is the controller for the Nintendo NX. Really? And that's exciting. Yes, but no. Is that, does it have a VR headset with it? No. <laughs> that would be crazy. See, the problem is it's getting very poor reviews. And granted, nobody knows that this is it, and a lot of people think it's a fake, but if it is it, I don't know what's happening. Well, the reason they have these leaks is so they can see what people will, oh my God. Goodness, that looks awful. Yeah. So basically what this, like what, what we're looking at here is it looks like a shape of an elongated football and there's two little thumbsticks on the left and right side and it's then like it's glass. a big, huge, it's a screen. That's all a screen. Huh. So there's a big, massive screen on it and it's a touch screen and then there's thumbsticks on the touch screen. So whenever it comes on, like oh, it's not showing it here, but whenever it comes on, it fills up the entire surface of it. It's like a touch It screen. could be cool. I mean, all we're doing, all, all we're looking at is a picture. Right. Aesthetically, I mean, it looks weird, but yeah. I mean, if it works great, then hooray! If this is it, I mean, we'll we'll see. It's too early. I mean, yeah. who, who knows? But usually, they, they leak this stuff themselves to see what the public's reaction is. So right. that way, they can change it up if they need to, which we'll see. I don't know. You know, it'd be kind of cool. I mean, it looks like they're trying to go kind of harken back to the original controllers, where it's just kind of like a square. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but obviously, it's more futuristic. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's meant to like they're trying to meld that they did come out and say at one point that they were trying to meld mobile and console kind of experiences together in some form or fashion so there okay. is a mobile component to it so maybe this is a tethered thing that you can take and be it's a not only is it a controller for your game but maybe it's a portable nintendo or a game boy that you can carry with you and play on the go and that would be cool. Back. I mean, that that's kind of a good. That would be a good idea. That'd be a great idea for um, them. I think that's yeah. what they need, honestly, because it's like, different. And I mean, the Wii U controller was so overly sized and annoying, and that's something that I thought was gonna be a tethered, untethered tablet, but it wasn't. Yeah. So this that's is really this, weird. This, if this was pulled away, that could be kind of cool, but we'll see what happens. But anyway, interesting. That's all we got for news. Yeah. You want to talk about VR some more? Yeah, we'll come back with uh, Devin and talk about virtual reality and what we think is going to happen with the future of VR. 
All right, three, two, one, break. You're listening to The Inner Gamer. And we're back. And we're back. I haven't said that in a while, so I feel like it was necessary to bring that, bring that back, you know? This is cool. And we're back. It's almost like that SNL skit with Jimmy found. And we're back. Yep. That's basically <laughs> it. I forget that one. Yeah. Just scream it in the mic next time. And we're back! Oh, God. <laughs> Why did I suggest that? That was a terrible move on my part. It was a screech. <laughs> so, guys. Yeah. Um, VR is here. Yes, it is. And. VR. It's real. It is amazingly real. So, I'm going to give a little summary of what's going on right now in the space of virtual reality. Please. We now have pricing and announcements of release dates for every single thing. Yep. So if you didn't know. If you didn't know. Bam. The Oculus Rift or Gear VR is already out. Samsung Gear VR. If you buy Samsung Galaxy S7, you get a free Gear VR. That's your entry level based off of Oculus technology. Then the Oculus Rift is going to come out March 28th, which when you hear this podcast, it'll be out in three days. Ooh. Three days. Three days. It'll be $599. Then the HTC Vive is coming out, and it'll be $799, and I forgot when that was coming out. That's later this year, too. And then the PlayStation VR has finally announced their price point, and it's going to be $399, and it will come out in October. So Yay. those are the VR competitors all coming out this year, all this year, and with video games that run around 20 bucks, which is kind of cool. 20, 30 bucks, I guess. So some of them 60, but average is like 20. So that's good. Um, so my question is, what are you guys most excited about? What do you think will rise to the top? We'll go around the room and see who, what people think. Um, sorry, Devin here. What are you most excited about? Do you have any of these you're like, man, I want this VR headset? The idea that I, I think about with a VR headset, more that I want to see, uh, is uh, a real investigation game. Ooh. I want to see something real like... Kind of like Heavy Rain? Kind of like Heavy Rain. I'd, I'd even be going so far as to do uh, uh, that uh, that game online, uh, Crime and Punishment, the Sherlock Holmes, oh. and, and do some real investiga- <clears throat> investigatory kind of kind of game. Even if you wanted to do uh, um, something Call of Cthulhu-ish or just, just, straight, just a straight crime kind of drama where you get to interact and actually look through a crime scene at evidence and something like that. I could, I bet that would be a lot of fun with VR. That would be interesting. So you would like pollen. I experienced that at the gaming expo. Yeah. Awesome. It's awesome. called pollen. It's called pollen. Tell us. I don't know why pollen. it's called pollen. So basically <laughs> you're, you're, you're an astronaut that's going to meet these people on the spaceship and then it turns out that the people are not there. So it's a mystery. You get to figure out what happened to these people and what I've got from it is there, there is a definitive ending, but it's kind of what you make of it in a mm, way. That's, yeah. what, that's what they were telling me about. We have the interview that's going to be up here in the next week or two. But um, it was really awesome because you, you, they sit you down in a chair and they give you a controller to use. So you walk around with a controller and obviously you look around with your head. And um, I thought it was cool because like you can, I don't know what it's, it's like alien isolation meets like, I, I want to say fallout in the, the in the way that you can like pick things up and fall out. Yeah. But this like hovers in front of you and you can twirl it around <clears> so you can look at it and you can read. Oh, you can really like that's, interact with the item. Yeah. That, that's what you do in like walking simulators. So gone home and <coughs> firewatched, every object you Bam. pick up does that. There you go. That's Just where like it that. came from, yeah. 
So, like, I went in, and this is cool, because, like, there was a <clears throat> book I had in front of me, and I was like, well, I can't really read this. So I leaned in, and I was like, oh, that's cool. I can lean in. So, like, you just walk up to something and, like, start leaning around and looking around and stuff, and I was like, this is really awesome. So there's this fridge that I opened up, and it had stuff in it, and I, like, leaned in, and I was like, oh. Nice. Oh, that's a fridge. <laughs> and see, that's kind of what I, uh, I don't know, did either of you ever play Condemned? It's like one of the very early first no. titles on the Xbox. Mm. I know of it. Okay. I never played it. But it was a crime scene investigation kind of mixed with a first-person shooter slash survival horror kind of thing is what it really had going on. But I always liked the uh, crime scene portion of it where you kind of analyze DNA or look at fingerprints and stuff like that. I really think VR could lend itself to do like a nice suspenseful thriller, not necessarily horror, but a nice, you know, right. like, tracking down a murderer or something like that via VR and I, I, I that's the idea behind that with VR I think is something that would it would be nice and immersive and not necessarily very gimmicky yeah it, it had real substance to it in your interaction with the crime scene and doing some investigatory work oh yeah not like with Paul and it was awesome yeah. so I can see how that yeah and well, even doing that like <laughs> uh, interviewing somebody or questioning somebody oh. in interrogation, like looking them up and down in VR. Like, can that you, would be. Can you look at their mannerisms? Is their legs shaking? Can you look at them like that? Kind of lean back under the table and see yeah. what's going on. That's just kind of what I think about when I when I think about my what I wanted <clears throat> out of my experience with VR. Yeah, that's something I could see being really interesting and fun and interactive. The only issue with that is, like, go, going from pitch hit where you could actually move around and stuff to a certain degree, and then yeah. going to just sitting down using controller. You're gonna want to get up and walk around. Like I think, yeah. just, I think it's just natural that you're gonna want to 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 explore the environment without using a controller. And I, I think until we get that, there's gonna be issues. I feel like. I, I think we're still gonna have fun, but it's just gonna be like there's something missing, you know. Yeah. But I mean, we won't really know no until we we play these games. So. <clears throat> well, um, so each one of these like VR headsets has a different level of accessibility yeah like the gear vr i think is the most accessible because you just need a f- cell phone that's samsung to plug into it playstation vr you just need a playstation so yep. that's really cool um the oculus rift you need a high-end pc and the htc vive you need a high-end pc plus a room that you can actually play it in right so i mean how do you guys feel about that is i mean what are you looking at obviously from that perspective yeah obviously there's going to be limitations in which you know for what it is you're looking to get out of your experience with the VR, you're going to have to work around those limitations. I mean, for me, I, I'm I'm resigning myself to know that I'm probably going to have to get the the Playstations just because I I don't have a high end PC, I don't have room for a high end PC. Um, I'm kind of limited in my space with with my apartment. I mean, I could tweak some stuff around, but I'm not exactly sure moving my coffee table, which weighs a ton. <laughs> every time to to set up for my VR experience (laughs) is going to be the best right the best use for that yeah so I mean it's it's going to be a little limiting when you think about it with the gaming community like does everybody have an ample space to play their VR I don't I I don't think I would be able to say yes confidently with that right me me personally yeah I mean, I think most games are gonna, you're going to be sitting down using your controller. Yeah, you're going to be sitting down using your controller. But that was a little weird. I got I got a little sick, given that the game before really got me sick. 
Did it really? It did. I'm, and that's another thing I'm really curious about is people's interactions with it as far as people who get like motion sickness. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, well, I hell, there's up. people, yeah, there's people who get, who get like seasick playing uh, first person shooters. Oh, yeah. My dad gets like, it all the time. Does he? Yeah. This man. That's yeah. why he really didn't get into gaming like I did because he was like, I can't play this. I can't play. I get sick. Yeah. I was like, that sucks. Now, you said you were getting sick off the one where the reason why you were getting sick was because... I was standing up, and it was just so much going on so fast, and I don't think the FPS was to the par of what it needed to be. Okay. Mm-hmm. Plus, it was a little pixelated. Like, it wasn't HD. It was, like, yeah. below 720, like you said. So, my, my brain was trying to, like, meld in an HD picture on top of what I was seeing just to make sense of it. I mean, you play on a computer, it's different. And I was standing up, so, like... My sense of balance was like when my ship started to turn, like I know I wanted to like turn with it to like fix, you know, the balancing issues. And it was just like very disorienting. Well, that's what I was wondering too is that is some of it because you are, your body's not moving the way that it is in your mind from what you're playing in VR. So that like throws you off a lot. I feel like if I was sitting down, it'd be a different story. Okay. So, huh. And I I think if the ship that I was in, like, like my cockpit was like tilting, like if it wasn't tilting like with everything else, I think it'd be a little more. You 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 actually just brought up something that to me that I I just now think this would actually be really cool doing in a VR style. I don't know if any of y'all have ever been familiar with the. um, It's a it's a PC game, but it's done with this. It's a spaceship style, and you play with you and four other people, and each of you has a job on the spaceship. Like someone is weapons, someone is engines or engineering, someone is the pilot, and you have one person who plays the captain who doesn't use like their keyboard or anything. They just use their monitor, and they basically sit in like a captain's chair and say, uh, weapons, bring me up your such and such, and you can basically go and explore and fight other ships, and your captain directs how, directs your ship. Huh. That's cool. I need to I don't find know out what, what game that is. So, you th- so you're saying that would be great in VR? I think that'd be a great way to use VR is to have that kind of setup with. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Just I, I think it would be cool and dynamic to be able to like look around your the bridge of your ship. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And and have your guys as well. You know, seeing the same thing that you're seeing, and you've got your viewport of your spaceship and. I don't know. That could be a really cool. I think with that going on with Dreadnought, when I was trying these VRs, I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh man! Like if we had Dreadnought with VR, holy, that would be just that would be wild. A whole other experience. Like it already is a great game, and having that on it. Would like, just would be you like, want it to be like stick with third person, where you're like looking at your oh, yeah. ship? And, okay, yeah. oh yeah, that that would be really interesting. Because I was reading about the um, it's called Artemis. Artemis. I've Artemis. not heard of it's that. It's a spaceship simulator. Okay. Yeah, and every single one of you plays an important key role. There's someone who does like uh, the uh, the engines, someone's weapons, someone's piloting, someone's you know each each of you have a role, and so it I I think that'd be pretty damn cool to be able to have everybody on your bridge and you can oh, look yeah. around at them. That well, could be interesting. Yeah, a lot of those games. I think we're gonna have a lot of those sitting down yeah. space games, which yeah. is which is cool. It's fine. Like. Yeah, getting our baby getting up and being active with this is going to take a while until like you know we really work out the the user interface and how how we're going to interact with it. Cause oh yeah, well the vibe, I can see that like walking around a room, yeah. like I was picking up balls and just this the physics of it felt real like it felt like you were there doing things. Yeah. And I was just like this can be something really special, but 
you got to have a big space and you got to have a game where you're able to just fit everything in a certain allocated space without getting too crazy. So I can Mm -hmm. see this being at like a VR, you know, putt putt or something, you know, arcade with a huge space and like a few levels or whatever. I don't know how they're going to map that out. Now you, you play the Vive with, so you play the Vive with the controller things? The one controller and then the sensors that, Oh, is it not like a controller is in like an Xbox controller or the actual like Vive controllers that they're bringing out? Oh, yeah, it? the little handheld stick one okay. or whatever yeah, you yeah. call it. Okay, Do you only have one of those? Oh, I had one. They had okay. two, but uh, I only was able to use one. I gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. So you said your your favorite one was the Vive. Out yeah. Of, between the Vive and the By Oculus. far, yes. So just, what, just for what, that. Just for the the movement? Yeah, aspect? the movement of just moving mm-hmm. it around. Like I, there was a menu behind me where I can pick three different types of games yeah so all i do is get the bat and i turn around and i just lean into the thing if i wasn't close enough i have to move towards it and i you know hit a button and like sparkle will be like okay you chose that so you can turn around and continue doing Uh, that thing yeah really interesting so like the world was there for me to play it it was definitely interactive yes and that's what made it awesome and they said that you could even go up to the stuff that was smashing and then literally smash it with with my bat, my virtual bat, but obviously the room wasn't big enough. I mean, did, it, did, it, yeah, did it feel like it was, I mean, the space you were in, how big was it? Uh, like size of our... <coughs> 10 by room? 5 or something, maybe. Okay. 8 by 5. So did it feel pretty eight, limiting? 8 by 4. Or did the yes games the, it, adapt you to where you didn't need a lot of space to play No, yeah, you didn't need a lot of space. Basically, you stand at this tee and hit these balls at the thing, but yeah. the possibility of me, I can just go run over there and bash these things with my with my bat like man like i wanted to do that i'm like can i go over there and hit them like no you're gonna run this wall <laughs> like dang it <laughs> so oculus rift you basically have to have a controller to do anything well i mean they're gonna bring out controllers for it i guess which those are gonna enable you to you, use i, hand I can, I can imagine them bringing out their own interfaces and collateral that they're gonna have for you know you to use with their with oh, that yeah. hardware the hardware is right. gonna be yeah. there i would imagine i mean i know they did say they're bringing out hand controllers with it i just don't know what they're gonna do because i mean still you're limited in the space that you're sitting in, there's no movement. Well, and think about except for Chron- the what was it, Chronos or that one game that uh, the guys from Infinity Ward, not Infinity Ward, um, the guys that worked on Destiny and Halo, Chronos. That's what it was. They're doing something where like you're mo- to, to move your character, you like lean your body forward. Oh yeah, and you yeah. Lean back, and I that's can, how you move. And I can see. Uh, I mean, when you think about. You know the very first iterations of stuff like this that was kind of used, like in on the in the uh, Nintendo sixty four with the Rumble Pack. Yeah, like we're gonna see this kind of evolve as well. You're gonna see stuff oh, where yeah. like it's a, not even just like your your standard controller, one hand on each side, buttons and analog sticks. Maybe it's gonna be stuff where it's I hate using this term, but like the Nintendo Power Glove, where you've got something that you actually put over your wrist or <laughs> yeah. arm or something. Because yeah. you know with the VR, we're gonna have it over our head, obviously with you know, our eyes covered and our ears covered, and maybe there's going to be something else that goes along with it. Well, speaking of the glove, what was really cool with the wand is, like, yeah. you have to grab this little handle on the T to adjust the height of it, right? Mm. So when I when I clicked the button to grab and pulled up, there was, you know, a, a little, like, like vibrator inside, mm. and it felt like I was, like, pulling something out of the ground. It, it provided like, enough, like, yeah. vibration to mimic that, resistance. Exactly. And I was like, wow. that was awesome. That's very cool. I'm like, See, I, that, I can't that's, wait. That's to, really, really cool to start, like, thinking how you're going to incorporate that into a lot exactly. of stuff. Exactly. And so I can imagine, like, there's two other VR things I didn't get to try, and they're with guns, and one was shooting zombies, one was shooting, like, flying space drones. But I can only imagine the rumble feeling like that gun Flying space jerk, drones? Right? That's so I was like, this is, yeah, I'm, I'm sold on the vibe. Wow. 
It's so crazy because when we get brought that out, we're like, oh, HTC yeah, Vive's right. done. Like they're they're out of the game. It's too expensive. But now hearing that it's the best feeling experience so far, far. so far, yeah. At least the ones who've taken the most advantage yeah. of all the senses and everything. Because I know that PlayStation VR is gonna be just like <laughs> Oculus, where you know you're limited. I also heard that the quality is not gonna be as good, and you're gonna be limited in what. The controller is going to be either your PlayStation controller or the PlayStation Move controllers that they mm. brought out for PlayStation 3. Yeah. And that's what you use for the controllers. But it's going to be just like Oculus Rift in the sense that there is no spatial awareness, I guess, and movement inside the room, from what I understand. So that could be a big, big blunder for that. Yeah. It, I mean, it could be. I, I don't know. It's it's still so early in like its infancy. Like I'm, I'm I want to see so much more of its content and how it's going to be incorporated before I like. I do too. Yeah, I mean they're they're bringing out all the it's ton so, of games. It's so intriguing. Like right now, it's such an intrigue. Like I'm don't be wrong. Like I'm still very I'm a little hesitant because I don't want I don't want it to be gimmicky. Yeah. I don't. Oh want it, yeah. I don't want it to just. I don't want to feel like I'm. I I bought a little motion control toy that goes over my eyes yeah you know i well, want to make sure that we're learning how to walk again yeah but yeah, i mean we really are we're either gonna soar or we're gonna fall flat our face oh man legitimately yeah. like it, in literally the, in, the nec- <laughs> in, in the next year it's gonna be really interesting to see how it takes off like in this next in this next 12 months oh yeah as it starts to come out that's gonna be really really interesting i'm just wondering how the experiences are gonna be if the games are 20 bucks like how much game is there how, right. how much game is there? And not only that, but when just with the, with, the, with the initial reactions, what's going to be the AAA title industry's yeah. in, investment in it now? Like, what what, where, what are we going to see from Bethesda with this? What are we going to see? I don't think I've seen any AAA titles jumping on yet. It's mostly no. indie people It's going to be stuff. indie people, I'm yeah. like, and that that could that could be the game changer. You think about the slip out again. Fixed it. <laughs> it fixed I, I think it. that could be the game changer for indie people. Yeah. They could really get some of these companies really going yeah. and create some more AAAs. Well, for them to really be able to, you know, tell their, these indie companies now get to tell their stories in such a unique way now. And they, they get to now have a platform in which they can immerse you into their world in such a different, unique way. And it, it it's going to be really interesting seeing that for, for these indies. But I, man, I, I I wonder what's going to happen with these AAA companies with that. Like, is is what what would Bungie do with with VR technology, if anything? Do you, I mean would would they create a whole new franchise based around it, or would they start? I think they would have to. Yeah, I mean, unless you take, I mean, you could do the 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 VR with third person, which is interesting. But um, just like the, I forgot what game that you were talking about, Brett. Oh no, didn't you send it to us? It was like a third-person game. Oh yeah, um, I forgot I, what it's called. I sent that to you guys. Yeah, I forget the name of it. But I mean, maybe they could do something like that. But uh, yeah, that. Um, oh, what the hell? I'm scrolling up to it. Insomniac Games adding uh which Insomniac Games? I haven't heard that name in so long, and I'm so excited that they're coming out with something else. Edge of Nowhere. That's the game I was thinking of. Yeah, Edge of yes, Nowhere. That's the one. That's yeah. So it's the the what's one like in the mountains, right? Yeah, yeah. It looks so, cool. I was reading about that and they said that they were asking people about the whole third person thing where you're looking out from there. And they said that what's unique about it is you can kind of look around. So you're basically kind of following this character and you're like this godly figure, I guess. Yeah. That's following them around. 
um, the camera basically can revolve around this character from my understanding in Edge of Nowhere. Yeah. Where you are just kind of watching this guy's experience that you're playing. Yeah. So rather than you being this person, you're like this figure that's like looking up from above. That's an interesting way to take that's an interesting way to take on it. Yeah. I mean it's cool it's it's cool to be able to like, turn around and be like, oh look at that. Like in the space game, like I can only yeah. look so far because my helmet cuts off some of yeah. it, and that's really cool. Oh uh, yeah, that's some of those oh, kind of awesome. features, right? Yeah, that really is such a really cool. You, you I get, down, I'm getting excited the more I think about it. Like you, you look down, you can see the little like the bridge, the bridge of the of inside. the helmet. Yeah, it's like life support. So I'm assuming eventually I can like click things down here to pop up on my HUD. You know. Yeah, man. Imagine the stuff you can do with HUD now oh. with VR. Oh yeah. Like that's gonna be that's gonna be really interesting to see, like with first person shooters, or uh, I mean, for me, someone thinking about like a fantasy game where you get to see like, and you look around, you can tell like how much mana you have by like looking at your arm and seeing how much power is left in your arm or something like that. Like, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah, that's but, gonna be really really interesting. But see, like with the with the pollen, which is the one with the controller, yeah. Opposed, like I, I, I was like, how do I, how do I click these? Like I, I feel like with the other one, when you have the wand, I can be like, click. You know, it's like that's my hand. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh yeah, turn that on. And then, oh yeah, just click that, click that. That's gonna be really it, man. It's it's exciting. It's a really exciting time with this VR stuff right now. It's gonna be visceral. <laughs> it's it's visceral. gonna be visceral. It's gonna be fantastic. I, I just, I'm I'm up. I'm optimistic, but I just I right. hope I hope right. I hope it doesn't suck. You're, hes- you're hesitantly optimistic. Uh, yes, cautiously optimistic. There you go. <laughs> we're learning to walk again. Do what? I so said we're learning to walk again. We're learning to walk again. It sucks. Yeah, it really does suck. But at the same time, it's it, good. I mean, it's good for them because this is. I mean, they're finally at a point where they've all. It's lately just been iterating on previous things developed. Now this is a whole new. This is like. The Wild West. This again. is a whole new interface for which we're going to be able to experience video games. Yeah, this is a whole new realm of how it's going to get done. Oh yeah, so that's that's gonna, mm. yeah, it's going to be <laughs> so tough. Things could happen. Well, it's could it could be good, and that's going to be tough on developers. That's going to be really really tough on developers. Oh yeah, hard enough time building a normal game. <laughs> it's it's hard enough timing. Uh, it's a hard enough time to appease us now. Oh yeah. With yeah. with the way we experience games, like we want this perfect equation of gameplay, story, uh, game controls, mechanics, uh, all of that. We want this perfect harmony made, and now you're going to throw in this whole visual experience that can be interactive. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that I mean that's <laughs> those poor guys coding. Like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> I mean, it's exciting though. Yeah. Oh, it is. I, I feel like in two years, then people are going to be like, damn it, why doesn't they have this in there? Why can't we have a better game? Oh, we're going to bitch about so much stuff. Yeah. Your VR, I mean, game, your VR platform has been out for years. Why do you not have a blank game yet? This could be a good thing in the sense that these games can't come out buggy. If they do, oh, it man. just obliterate. Yeah. Like, I want my money back. I what, don't want what this a, game what anymore. A, what a way to completely just jerk you out of the moment than, yeah. a, than a buggy, than a buggy yeah. game. Now, now put that. Yeah, now put that tenfold in when you're doing a VR experience. Oh, just yeah, that's a whole. Like I, I think about like when uh, before before they fixed it when Last of Us first came out. Such a great story, great immersion, fantastic gameplay, and when it first came out, it had such a 
boatload of bugs on it and it just jerked me out of the moment i'm like now i'm bitching about the game being bad right if i had that in vr i'd be livid it's like why have this 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 800 headset if, if, if i can't <laughs> I play the 800 dollars on this and i can't even play this right so yeah man it's gonna be tough there's issues i bet I'm we excited. won't have a, a lot of alpha and beta t- public beta testings mm, and stuff like that yeah, like we nah. do now that's nah. gonna be really interesting too because we're gonna have to take it all on faith now yeah we're gonna have to take the game on faith but what i've seen i haven't seen any bugs that's good. That's good, for, though. No, that's really good. First one was like five minutes, I think. The second one was like eight minutes. And the third one was like three minutes. Yeah. No issues. Not bad. No Not issues bad. at all. Damn. So, Austin, um, Devin said that he wanted to see a crime investigation kind of game. What kind of game would you like to see that would that you haven't seen yet that would sell you on VR more? Kind of like a firefight type game. Firefight type game. Okay. So like, what I'm seeing is hmm. like you're you're like in the middle of this map, bunker down and whatever landscape you want it to be, and there's just guys coming at you. So that maybe you can cool, play with yeah. one person, two people, three people. I don't know if you can do it all in the same room with VR, but yeah, it'd be cool to do it online maybe. Which is a whole other beast that they have to tackle if they're going to do online VR. Like oh, I can't, yeah, I can can't only do, imagine latency is not a thing well, that can yeah, exist. Yeah, exactly, well, and. You brought up a good point because think about your first person shooters with firefights and like cover based shooters. That's a whole new dynamic now with for with VR. Oh yeah. The fact that you like your movement would dictate like your character peeking up, would he would 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 your movement dictate you going full up and over cover to start engaging your firefight or would you be able to do like the slight one to slightly raise your head over the over that concrete that's what'll be cool because you can finally have cover systems in a first person game yeah which hasn't existed before well they tried to do it in kill zone with that first person cover yeah it it didn't do so well no i mean it was okay but it wasn't great yeah yeah it'll be like when i was playing paintball and i was like yeah. Oh, but then my head got hit. Yeah, yeah I, th- like, I think for real. I mean, I think it's gonna be a whole other experience doing it this way because yeah. you're actually there and you you like, can hear the stuff going on around you. The one, the other thing you like just made me think about is think about a fighter pilot game now. Oh, oh yeah, VR. those are gonna be good. Fire pilots and like car racing games. Oh, well, like man. well in like uh, like my thought is the World War II fighter pilot kind of stuff where you where you your field of vision is super limited. So, yeah. like, if you look left and right, that's all you got. You can't, like, pull up a radar and see if a bogey's behind you. No, you're going to have to go trust your comms for, like, your squad mates or whatever telling you you got a bogey on your six. Yeah. Yeah, it could be realistic. You only get a few shots and it's done. Curb Lambo. Yeah. Yeah. You know what would be really fun in VR would be um, Star Wars pod racing. <laughs> yes. You just blew my mind. <laughs> you just blew my mind. Anything like, a racing that. or yeah. ship simulator. Of any think kind. about how fun that would be, though. First person that oh, yeah. that fast in a pod Ooh. racing setting. Oh yeah. my god, dude! You, I you almost and stuff. Like, if got, you have a chair that vibrates, you almost have I've to got like chills thinking about it. <laughs> you just like I'm all yeah. jacked up now. I see, like you have a power strip here with like five fans, and just like right when you know you're playing, you're just like turn them up. <laughs> yeah, you got fans just blowing across your face. Yeah. Pull an Anakin. It's working. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be pretty sweet yeah. I think it'd be great that'd so, be a lot of fun I'm just waiting apparently uh, Fox the guy from who made Pitch It he's the one who said they have a warehouse where, you know you you can only put these sensors for the Vive so far away from each other 
But apparently some guys have put it in a warehouse where they can walk around and do stuff in. Really? So I'm waiting for an experience like that where mm-hmm. I can actually walk around and pick things up because it was awesome. Yeah. Like, that's where we need to be right now. Right. Which sucks because I don't know how you move from, like, you know, a big space, like a giant field from, you know, a 15 by 15 area in, in your house. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like there has to be some way where you like, a teleporter. Yeah. You know, if you're, like, magic, it's a magic game. You just teleport to that section, then you have this whole area to move around in. You know wow. Well, yeah. Like, do. How, do you, how do you do that? I don't know. How do you travel a mile in 15 by 15? <laughs> <laughs> you're the Flash. I guess so. Yeah. That's, that's how it is. Yeah. Like, I kind of blink, like a blink teleport, but then exactly. that probably make you really nauseous. Yeah, I can see how that could yeah. work out, or not work out very well. Yeah, yeah. Movement is gonna be tough to to master, but that that's what I was. I've always been thinking, like when when you're talking about navigating a a map of some kind, like is is it gonna be your movement forward? You know, because that game you were talking about earlier, where if you lean forward, that's how you move forward. My back's gonna start hurting after a while, oh, right? So it, it's gonna have to be something different, and obviously, right. like not everybody's gonna have that full stand in one where you can strap yourself in and it tells you like how much you're running across and I, I'm obviously not gonna be able to afford that. That's like gonna be what, thirty five hundred dollars? Yeah. We need that at an arcade somewhere. Yeah, for real. But so those lines are gonna be out there. But ass. it's it's gonna be tough to like really think about the finer points of a lot of different games traversing traversing a map. Like what's what's that gonna be like yeah. for Yeah. Th- think of an open world game where there's fast travel and or uh, uh, just go like to uh, Bethesda's game Skyrim, where you can get on a horse, and that's how you get across the map. I mean, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, you yeah, that would be a, a unique way to put it. Yeah, you're basically always just strapped onto an animal that or something yeah. that can move you, dudes. Like flying dragons. How cool, cool would that be? You just blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's what that, that one simulator was when you're on the bike and you're looking around. Like, yeah, they were on Pegasus uh, okay. flying around, like, getting diamonds or something. So, I can only imagine being in a battle where you're starting the air and then just, like... Man, yeah. J- just like the World of Warcraft movie. Yeah. Or the Warcraft movie that's coming out. Oh, my God. That <laughs> dive down looks, That movie looks so goofy, but I cannot wait for it. Oh, I know. <laughs> I have to it see it. It looks goofy as hell, but I cannot wait to see it. That's going to be you, so did fun. Did you ever play World of Warcraft? Duh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you dedicate so much time, like you're required to go. Failed uh, two semesters of college because of it. That's what's oh, up. Nice. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. So um, I feel your pain. I'm kidding. Facebook bought Oculus a long time ago, and people are yeah. like, "Why the hell did Facebook buy Oculus?" And it's because they wanted to. They saw the potential in other industries aside from video games, which right now, obviously, the big thing is they're going to be in video games, but. I've heard stories of them using VR in order to um, train people who are. They're here. Wait. Yeah. On. Yeah. I was trying to tell you without stopping the podcast. Okay. <laughs> I was like, my brain was not just, thinking with what I was dude, reading. You sh- I was about to say, you shut Brett down with whatever it was that was on I there. Was like, you oh, shut man. his brain he down. So confused. That was just like the Da Vinci code just written across <laughs> it. And he just. <laughs> code words. Yeah. We need to wrap it up. Okay, cool. So. At least um, I need to wrap it up. Okay. If you want me to just. I can. Or, no, we yeah. can wrap it up. Cool. Yeah. Cause I'm hungry. Yeah, cool. I am too. So. Okay, well, we'll just wrap it up then. 
Uh, we'll talk more about this later as more stuff comes <laughs> do out. Do you want to finish your thought? Awesome. I, I really yeah, well, imagine. I was just saying, like, there's going to be a bunch of other industries. So, like, what do you think those will be like? Because I've heard stories of them um, being able to drop, like, 360-degree cameras into spaces, and mm-hmm. you'll eventually be able to be part of an event that occurred, like, say, like, uh, the running of the bulls, for example. Yeah. And you can, like, be involved in that moment. There's going to be a lot of really cool things to come out with this, not just for gamers, but for people who just want to have a virtual reality experience leisurely. Yeah. So that, there's a lot of really cool things that can be done with this. Yeah. I think. Like, you think about Google Earth and how you can yeah. do, you know, 360 pan views of certain areas. Now you can do that with VR. Yeah. It's going to be fun, I think. It's exciting. It's an exciting time. Cool. Well, once we get our hands on one for real. Yeah, and I dropped nine hundred dollars. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think I think the pricing now makes sense. I think. No, it does. Four hundred PlayStation. That's like your starter kit. But then if you want the full immersion, you're gonna get the Vive. Yeah. Eight hundred yeah. bucks. Maybe even a thousand, depending on whatever extra stuff they bring out with it. And I'm I'm the I'm a consumer whore. I just dive right into. What is it? It's four hundred for the base or eight hundred for the expanded cool stuff? Eight hundred dollars. <laughs> it's like the order. I'll 18. take two. <laughs> it's like Please. remember that time when Devin bought the order for hundred dollars? Yeah. I will slap you in the <laughs> mouth. In the mouth. God damn it. I'm looking at you, Sony. You owe me a hundred dollars. Right. So on that note, that wraps up our show, guys. Um we hope you have a great weekend because yeah. this comes out Friday. Yeah. Next week, Oculus Happy Rift Friday, is here. Everyone. So that'll be awesome. Don't get too wasted. Yeah. Yeah. If you have any questions, you can email us at hello at theinnergamer.net. You can also follow us online by looking up The Inner Gamer on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes or tell a friend. We'll be back next week with, will one of us get in uh, Oculus Rift? I don't know. We'll find out. No, no, everyone just gonna skip the Oculus. Yeah, just See, it's your PlayStation or Vive. Okay. okay. All right. So, <laughs> uh, on that note, my name is Brett Yanoski. I'm Austin Morales. I'm Devin Dury. And you've been listening to The, the Inner Gamer. Gamer.